And what's the blessing? The blessing is that you have seen the first of October 2020. I tell you, many people are in mass graves now. They, they never ever plan in their life. They would end up in a mass grave because of a virus. They never, they, never, they were walking about doing the same things that we, we are doing and taking for granted. They were doing all these things, eating, marrying, having sex, and going to work, driving, all these things they were doing. But suddenly, something happened, and now we are no more. When we are calling for a register of the people who are lying, they, their names are not there. So I just want you to think along a certain line and recognize that if you have seen today, it's a blessing. It's a great blessing. And don't take it for granted. It's a mighty blessing. Do not take it for granted. So let's thank God that we have seen today. And the thing is that there is only one 1st October 2020. There is never going to be another 1st October 2020. And this particular phase of what happens to be a Sunday. It will never come back again. What it means is that God is giving you just one chance to spend this day and spend it profitably. And because it's a Sunday, the best place to spend your time is with God. If you are doing anything else, you are wasting this precious first of the first November. It will, you say, well, next week, it's not the same. Next week is not the same as this week. We, we have, maybe you don't know. We have a calculated number of weeks, of hours, of seconds given to everybody. Yes. Yesterday, we were at Sister Nas, Sister Spoonram, Auntie Grace is called. Auntie Grace Spoonram. And she was 50 years old. 50 years old. And I sat down and was listening to the sermon by the man of God. And he was saying that when Auntie Grace was born, they were celebrating. Everybody, his parents were happy. Everybody in the family were happy. Oh, God has given us a baby girl, and we call her Grace. And they were calling it Grace. Grace is Grace is a is a name, but they were calling it instead of calling it Grace, they were calling it Grace in in their local daddy, which is Dromo. And they were saying, Oh, God bless you. We thank God. We celebrating. And the man said the antiquities came, went to school and lived their life, like everything normal, got grew up, got married, had children, she had he had children. Some are one of them is a doctor, one of them is an um, army, you know. So she's done all. Oh, she worked, she, she she was working, she did all these things. But she never ever knew her appointment was just after her duty of birth. Ten days after her duty of birth, and the man said he came to see her very strong and happy. And he said, "Oh, the pastor said, oh, let me see, because she was wearing a mask. Let me see your face. Oh, he said, oh, I'm very happy." But ten days after that visit, the lady died. A specific, and, and the, the pastor was saying that it is appointed. There's nothing anybody could have done about it. So why I'm saying this story is that we are learned, I learned something. Everybody is given a particular amount of time. When you keep on postponing and saying, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, what you, what you can do today, like today, it is, it is mandated. 
that among the hours that you, you spend here on earth, today must be you must spend some hours before God. But some of you, because of deception, there have been some things. There is a specific amount of time given to even if there's a particular amount of time given to you to be a mother, given to you to be a wife, given to you to be a husband. Yes. It will come to an end one day. What you can do now, you can do the same thing in 10 years' time with the same strength, with the same ability. Things change. So I just want to advise you and let you know that it's a privilege to see today. And I want to thank God for your life because you, you, and you that's what you you are spending this day profitably. You are spreading this day powerfully. You are using a wisdom that is not normal. And I say God bless you. God bless you that you have chosen to spend your afternoon this way. You are you are accumulating good hours for yourself. This is not hours that you are going to be paid by man. Nine pounds an hour, eleven pounds an hour. No, you are accumulating good hours. When the pastor said it at the funeral, I said she was 50 years. And then she said 50 years, that means that he said uh, uh, 50 years, that means that you should multiply 50 by 360. Then we will know the amount of days that are given. And when I calculated, it was just, uh, just under 20,000 20, days. You think that, because uh, let me tell you, some of the way we behave, we think that we have so much time, we, we, we have a, we, we behave in a certain way, which is funny. But it just demonstrates that we have not exposed ourselves to the wisdom of God and we don't listen to the word for intelligently. So our actions are being some way. But you are thank God for your life. But you are demonstrating a certain kind of wisdom. And God bless you for that. God bless you for that. I appreciate it. And I know Jesus Christ, our master, is also happy about you. This morning, this afternoon, um, I want us to talk about the theme of the man is spiritual warfare. The man for spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. By the way, I hope you can hear me loud and clear. You can hear me loud and clear. And God bless you. God bless you. You can hear me. Hear me. You can hear me. Yeah. So this man, I want to. I want to talk. I want to talk about. Um, spiritual warfare. That's our theme for the year. I don't know about any other church, but for Salvation Clinic, this is our theme. This is what God has given to us. You see, God is a God of seasons and times. So there's a song that says, He got seasons, seasons and times in His hands. You go for light out of darkness. You are not a man. You see, that song is talking about seasons and times. And we are like the sons of physical. Thank God we are in a church that can discern the times. Can discern the times. That is why we have calendars. That is why on the calendars we have times. God knew about this even before coronavirus was going to happen. God knew about it. He knew the thing for us now. And now it is a spiritual warfare season. Especially for those of you that are living overseas and in the UK particularly. Look at what is going on. Look at what is going on. When we when we 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 we, we had the the, um, the calendar, when we were making the calendar, when the God gave us this, we didn't have a full picture, but now we understand. Now we understand. 
It is a man of spiritual warfare. A man to engage in warfare. A man for us to have the awareness of warfare. A war mentality. A war mentality. Last man, we, the Lord wanted us to have an awareness of our honor, which is one of the laws of God. And warfare too is one of those laws. We are in a war. You need to understand. It is a law. Understand it. When you understand it, it's just like Parliament has declared, okay, Britain is going to war. And by force, by fire, if you're a soldier, you need to get to seven because you are going to go, whether you like it or not. So God has already declared, we do not wrestle. That is, but that is heaven judicial by judicial authority of the councils of God. That we do not wrestle. That is a declaration. Like Parliament is saying, you are going to war. But you, the soldier, they have declared war. And you are not training yourself. You are out of the barracks. You are not even concerned what is going on. I mean, when you are a soldier like that, you are a casualty. You are just a casualty waiting to happen. You are just a casualty waiting to happen. Go and ask the soldiers. Go and ask the soldiers. I've been a soldier before, so I know what I'm talking about. Even before the war happens, there are rumors, and they make us start training. Sometimes I, I think they know. A year before, they will make you start training. It will be hush, 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 but they know somehow, somehow. So I want you to know that by the counsels of God, by the, the counsels of Elohim, eternity, he has determined that this is a season for us to go for warfare. Or not just this, not just this month, but to bring that awareness in our lives that we are at war. And war is not a joke. If you have ever been to war, you 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 will know. I thank God so much for the exposure and experience he gave me in the British Army. I thank God God it's taught me a lot. How people train. Exercise upon exercise upon exercise upon exercise. And then when you go there, the war front, you cannot wear you can't wear your swimming costume and say, oh, I'm in war. No. You got to wear in hot sun. You're wearing your helmet. You're wearing your body armor. Anytime you go out of your place, you are dressed fully. There is no time for language. Are you hearing me? But today, many of us have lost that mentality that we are in a warfare. He says, we wrestle not. He didn't say only on November or December. This is to bring an awareness about your life. Sister, get this wisdom. For by wisdom, you, 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 you will build. By wisdom, your life will be built. By wisdom, your marriage is going to be built. By wisdom, your career is going to be built. But attack that thing and see that this is warfare. If you suddenly see it that way, all the sleeping that you have been sleeping and giving yourself excuses, oh, I'm tired, I'm this, you will stop it. You know, yesterday, when I was sitting in the, in, the, in, the, in the sermon, I was meditating upon what the pastor said. I realized that I, I have to kill myself. God give me grace. I, I, what I'm doing, I'm not even doing enough. Because my time is short. My hours are limited. If you're 40 years now, you should thank God. Even you should, even 50, you should get there. You know, um, Friday, yeah, Friday, just this Friday, one of uh, our members, Brother Ima. Brother Ima, when I'm going, he goes with me, drives me around. 
And Brother Ima, so on Friday, he, he, was in, he was not in the, in the salvation training service. He came, when he finished, he came around that time. And he wanted to see me. So I said, what is the matter? He said, he is just coming back from his workplace. And the, the, his co-worker that he go to work every day. The guy came to work and then he was complaining he wasn't feeling well. Wasn't feeling well. They took the guy to the hospital. That was it. Then, 50, he, he said he was about 51 or 52. So today, you see, if you get to 70, it's a blessing. You, nobody is assured. Make maximum use of the time God has given to you. Remember, I was telling you about even the roles that God has given to you. Your role as a mother, your role as a father, your role as a, a wife, your role as a husband. Some of you have neglected some of this. You are not attacking it like it's a warfare. If it is time now you are young, enjoy your marriage, enjoy your wife, enjoy your husband. But don't do it at the neglect of your children. Don't do it at the neglect of the things that you do for God. All of them, apply yourself fully to it. Because time is of the essence. Time is of the essence. This is no wisdom for babies and those who want to bless me, bless me, bless me, Christianity. Please, there's a time for that. This is a time for impartation of wisdom of God. Wisdom that comes from above. This is an impartation. So some of you, you are joking. You are not taking your, your marriage as a war. I must do everything possible. Because war has two aims. To overcome the enemy and then to defend your your victory and your territory. Some of you are not serious. You are not attacking, doing things that is like an attack on, on anything that wants to attack you and your marriage. And some of you are attacking those things, but then it, well, after that, you are not doing anything to defend the, the marriage. You, you are allowing anything to come into the marriage. You are allowing all sorts of nonsense to come into the marriage. Either it is you that is letting yourself go. Either it is you that is not doing certain things that you are supposed to be taking things for granted. Some of you, in the area of your work, you are playing with it. Look, do everything that you find your hand to do. Do it with all your might. So your work too, you must be known as the hardest worker in your workplace. The, the most reliable, trustworthy worker in your workplace. You must be known as that. It's a war. Have the war mentality. When it comes to the things of God, too, God must rely on you. You attack it like it's a war. Anything that doesn't want you to pray, anything that doesn't want you to study the word, or anything that doesn't want you to come to church, join online services, attack it. And in war, we don't relax. You want to have a relaxed, easy life. You are not serious. Sister, you are not serious. Maybe you are serious in one area. We thank God for that. But that is not victorious living. That is just being successful in just one area. So maybe you are successful in your career, but your marriage is suffering. Your marriage is broken down. I know a lot of people like that. I, in fact, there's a particular, I don't know if even if I should say there's a particular, I, some, some friends of mine, they all seem to come from a same some, some denomination. All of them, they are nice and nice. All of them are highly educated, have got apparently good jobs. But marriage is broken, left, right, center. Children. Oh, don't think that's for that place. Don't even go there. 
And it is now all about keeping up appearances. Keeping up. They, 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 you see husband and wife wearing same clothes, but they don't talk at all. They, they don't even talk at all. Keep, it's all about keeping up. Keeping up appearances. They are interested in certain things like oh, where I sit in the church, uh, uh, who, who my pastor is, who, all those, those are the sort of things. I've seen it. They are excelling in one area, but they are, but they are, their Christian life is not, not excelling. Prayer, um, their marital life is not excelling. The only area they are excelling is their career. Their career. But that is, uh, uh, that's not a lie. That's not a lie. We are more than conquerors. We are, we are victorious. Victory, living a victorious life means that you have mastered, you have gone to war in all the areas of your life and you have, you have become into that victorious. That is what is called victorious. I hear some people sometimes say, we are king in it, we are reigning here on them. Please, stop deceiving yourself. You are king in what? You are, you are reigning what? Check your life. Do you know who are overcomers? Overcomers are those who are overcoming every area and dimension of their life. Yes. Yes, I'm telling you. So don't join the crowd ignorantly. And you see the world, what you need to understand is that the world has got a way of celebrating success, which is not really success. It may be one dimensional. So you can have somebody who is a president, but he's a divorcee, but has married four or five times. The world will say, oh, he's a president. Yeah. In his career, as a politician, he has excelled. But as a husband, he's woeful. As a wife, uh, as a husband, as a father, woeful. As, probably not even a Christian. Maybe just pretending to be a Christian. Maybe not, not even a Christian. So in a Christian life, woeful. How can such a person be successful? I don't want such a person as a role model. Pick your role models carefully. Pick people who inspire you carefully. That is why me, I know certain people would never inspire me. The people who inspire me, go to come to come to our church of Victoria, you see their pictures there. All of them are men of God. I don't have Gerald Ford, uh, Michelle Obama. I don't have any of them. No, they don't inspire me that way. I thank God for their lives. They have achieved success in a certain area. We honor them in that way. But to me, as, according to scripture, that is not success. That is one way. That's not victory. That's not victorious. So I want you to examine your life. It is a warfare. It is a warfare. Now, which area are you flagging? It's like that subjects in school. You are some of you, you used to fail a lot in maths. Don't look at me. I know you used to do woeful at maths. You did not the maths teacher. Yeah. Some of you were very woeful. But when it comes to English, English literature, we are excelling. When it comes to geography, some of you, your best subject was cooking. Cooking and drawing and art and all those things. But for you to be a successful student or a victorious student, you should excel in all the subjects so that if it's nine subjects, you must get A star in all nine subjects. Then you are ready for an Ivy League university. Look at our case. Look at our situation. It's not true. But I believe God is helping us now. I said God is helping us now. Everybody that is saying amen, it is becoming a reality for you. I said God is helping us now. God is helping us now. God is helping us now. Hallelujah. 
So, listen. It is a month to bring back that cautiousness. Now, the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's true. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood. But flesh and blood can be used to fight against you. Flesh and blood, listen to what I'm saying. Flesh and blood can be used to fight against you. It can be used to fight against you. But when you are fighting back, don't fight the flesh and blood. You must fight what is using the flesh and blood. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ made a very profound statement. And the statement that he made, if you think about it, is a very deep statement. Jesus said, to his disciples, so these are Christians. He said, One of you is a devil. One of you is a devil. And how did Jesus identify that somebody is a devil? This is what I'm saying is in John chapter 6, verse 17. John chapter 6, verse 17. Jesus said, One of you is a devil. One of you is a devil. So Jesus could identify something in the person. That had made the person transformed to become a devil. And I was saying this morning to the Ghana congregation. Satan wasn't made, he wasn't made Satan, he was made Lucifer. But certain behaviors and certain things he started doing transformed him from a bright, beautiful, powerful, magnificent, luminous angel into a twisted, depraved. Dragon. You see, he started doing certain things. And that is what turned him into them. So Jesus knew him very well. The Lord Jesus Christ, he knew Satan very well because he was there and really happy. So one time he was telling the disciples, and he said, He said, He said, um, you, you are like your father, the devil. He has been a liar from the beginning. From which beginning? From the time in eternity when he started lying about God to, 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 to the angels. Lies. So the activity of lying is a devilish behavior. So as you are, as you are watching me right now, like Jesus said, so one of you is the devil. But when you look around the disciples, you will see human beings out there with beautiful faces. Nice smiles, handsome men. And he was, he said, one of them is a devil. So, what you need to understand is that the devil will not appear the way you want to appear. And I'm teaching this because it's a amount of warfare. And one of the principles of warfare, if, you, if you're a good leader, a good general, you should know and identify your enemy. How can you go? If you don't identify, you always cause more havoc. I remember during the Gulf War, there were times where they call it blue on blue. You, 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 a patrol will go out. They are going out. And then they get attacked. Then the, 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 the officer or the person that's leading the group will call for backup. But he calls for backup. He doesn't identify where the enemy is properly. And then he gives the coordinates for them to send the, the, the air force to come and drop bombs or whatever at the location. But because he didn't identify the enemy location properly, they sometimes they, they make mistakes and they are, they give coordinates that is where friendly people are or where they, they themselves are. 
the efforts, they only work by what you have given them. So they come and drop the bombs there and they kill their own soldiers, their own soldiers. So identifying is very important. And we need to like and share it. This is somebody, something somebody needs to hear. This is not something you hide to listen. Share it. Do a watch party. Do something. It's essential. It's a strategy. Sharing is a strategy. You know, in war, there's what is known as what? Propaganda. Share it out there. Let the voice, let the enemy know that we are aware of you. We are talking about you. We know. Yeah, share it. God bless anybody that you share. Hallelujah. So, as I'm saying, the Lord Jesus Christ said, one of you is a devil. And the only time that, you know, the Bible talks about the devil, devil, and it's the literal devil. But three times, human beings have been referred to as devils. One is Peter. Peter was referred to as a devil. Jesus said, get thee behind me. And the word there was diabolos. Diabolos. Then, it says the other one that it was talking about was Judas. This is the John 6, 6, 17. It says one of you is a devil. And the third one, that is when he's talking about pastor's wives. He's talking about the qualifications. He said a deacon's wife, it must not be a slanderer. And the word slanderer there is the same root word diabolos, but for interpretations, maybe they were afraid to call them devils. So he just used the word slanderer. Yes. So human beings can manifest the depraved wickedness and, and sinful nature of the devil. So when you say one of you was a devil, when you said one of you was a devil, it meant that one of the disciples was walking in the sins and footsteps of the devil himself. If one of the disciples was behaving like the devil himself, and Jesus could easily recognize the behavior of the devil, because he knew him when he was upstairs, when he was in heaven. Today, many human beings are walking in the same and footsteps of Lucifer. Many Christians walk in the same steps that Lucifer walked in and ended up in the confused state and darkness that Satan is in today. I want to ask you a question. Are you behaving like a devil? Because identifying the enemy, you, you, you are always praying and clapping your hands to say somebody should die, somebody should do this, but maybe you are the, the enemy, you are the target too. Sister, maybe you are the target, you need to identify. If that is the case, drop the, the enemy behavior quickly. Many, many Christians, I tell you, so I want to ask you, or do you know somebody who is behaving like a devil? And committing all the sins that Lucifer committed. Lucifer committed certain sins. He did certain things that made him from Lucifer into Satan. So if you're a human being and you are practicing the same sins, Jesus said plainly, one of you is a devil. So you are a devil. You are behaving like a devil. And you need to be treated like a devil. When you identify devilish behavior, treat it for what it is. This religiosity that we are we are practicing, this is why we are suffering. Hallelujah. So, one of you is a devil. So, human beings can be used as a devil. 
So what are the sins? What are the sins? Now the scriptures that I'm giving you, you'll find them Matthew 16, 22 to 23. That's where Peter was referred to as a devil. Jesus was very familiar with, with, with the devil and his ways. With the devil and his ways. You know, you know what Peter did? He took Jesus aside. Jesus, Jesus was saying, I'm going to do the Father's will. The Father wants me to die on the cross. But suddenly somebody is coming to make it look as if the Father's will is not the correct will. Suddenly somebody is coming to say, make it look as if God's will is foolish. So Peter, Satan was speaking to Peter to say that, just like he did in, in the Garden of Eve, always second, making God to look foolish. So Jesus is saying, no, I, I, I must go and die. He was telling them that. Peter, the verse Peter took Jesus aside and rebuked Peter Jesus and said, you can't do that, go and die. It has sounded and appeared to be a wise counsel. Because, I mean, the man says, I'm going to die, like he's going to commit suicide. And so, if, 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 in the natural, in the sensible, in the, in the sense realm, it's a good advice. But is it the will of God? No. And this is how he has been behaving right from the beginning. Because in the beginning, when he was made, when he was the head angel, anything God wants to do, he tells lies about it to the angels. That's why Jesus said he's the liar from the beginning. God said, this is my will do it. Satan says no. So Jesus immediately identified Satan through Peter. Immediately. Because I'm going to do God's own. You say I shouldn't do it. So he was, he was shocked to identify. This is not Peter. Get thee behind me, Satan. And he treated Peter like a devil. Are you hearing me, somebody? Yeah. So like and share, please. It will help somebody. So there are behaviors. When you demonstrate that behavior, you have become a devil. You have become a devil. And in this matter of spiritual warfare, you don't want to be a devil. You see, he can use you. Like Peter, he used him for a bit and then left him. Some too, he comes to take a boat, especially when he comes and he finds there is a house for him, he will take a boat. He will take a boat. So the other part where you find human beings being called devils is in Titus 2, verse 1 and 3. So the aged women, likewise, that they behave in they behave that they be in behavior as become becoming holiness, not false accusers, diabolos. Yeah, this is that is the way. Older women. Do you know why? I sat down and I thought about it. This was an advice that was being given to older women. I sat down and I thought about it. Because the older a woman gets, the more they become some way. They use their experience. You know, older women are not experienced. They know I'm too old. Even, even in, the, in the period of intimacy, they, they can't be bothered. They, they, they become, their behavior has become some way. They are not, they are not flexible. They, they are there some way. Some women have had bitter experiences with, me, uh, with men. So their opinion about men and marriage is warped, is twisted. So that's why it was advising them. You can, uh, it's very easy Especially if you go, go as you are going older, 
to become to turn into some. So you 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 were married a very angelic, beautiful, ready to go, willing. As soon as you say, let's go, you are going. So let's go to the cinema, we are going. Let's go here, you are going. But as they go, they turn into something else. Not interested, who can't be bothered. I know something has happened. So he was telling them, don't become a devil. Don't become. Well, especially if the older you are that, you become stiff in, in, in your the, there's a behavior that you start behaving. You can become a devil to your husband. A big devil to your husband. You'll be his first, first and foremost accuser. You do Satan's work for him. Mighty critic. I'm not saying that there will be no difference of opinion. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those who take on the head mistress attitude. The I know it all attitude. I am more sensible than you attitude. It's a, it, it, that is what Satan was. It's a behavior Satan was doing to God. And authority, God is the head. You, Satan, you are a created being. God gave you a permission and a promotion and made you to be the archangel Lucifer. You didn't appreciate it. You think that you know more than even God. And you see, as a woman who grows older, Paul was saying titles and titles here that you can become just like that. Suddenly, you don't even appreciate the fact that a man has married you. The man chose you among other things. He has made you a wife and given you his name. You don't appreciate the marriage anymore. You don't appreciate that thing anymore. You, you think that now you know more than you in the man. You are more sensible than the man. You are more wise than the man. Satan's behavior is as if you think you married a fool, then who are you? If you think you married a fool, then who are you? Do you remember neighbor? Every woman should be like Abigail. Abigail knew that the man wasn't very wise. But she had a way of always supporting. Always supporting. Yes. So that is the third place that you find, the only two occasions that you find human beings being called devils. And the third one is when it comes to this world that we Yeah, it's true. So, right now, you are Christian. Like, like, like Lucifer, he had a glory, but he turned into something else. If you don't check these Luciferian behaviors, which I'm going to tell because now you are wondering what are those behaviors. I'm going to mention one or two because of time. If you don't check this Luciferian behaviors, you are transforming. Like how he lost his glory and became something else. You too, you are losing a certain glory and becoming something else. You are becoming a twisted, warped up, dry form of yourself. Confused and you know, like, like Satan. Yeah. So, what were the sins that Satan committed? Because he committed sins. And if you are a human being and you are walking in those sins, you are becoming a devil. Number one, let me show you something in Revelation chapter 12, verse 7. Revelation 12, verse 7. Revelation 12, verse 7. Pastor Abraham has put the thing, he put the scripture there, Titus 2, verse 8, said, Older women likewise be reverent in behavior, not slanderers. That's where slander is the diabolos. Yeah. So, please, you need to fight against That's what I'm saying. It's a warfare. 
you need to fight. Those are going old. The tendency is for you to, so I'm not interested in sex. I'm not, um, uh, uh, you know, it's like, you're not interested in anything. You're just there. I'm old now. What is all this? You are disturbing me. What is you? Leave it for the children. Even when your husband wants to kiss you, you say, whoa, what is that? He's stepping me. Hey, you that in the beginning that you could not really have enough. Yeah, but something has happened and now you have become something else. So, because you didn't fight it, you didn't take it like it was a warfare. You joked with it and now you have, you have transformed from that beautiful, lovely person that your husband knew to become something else. It can also be the other way. Your husband too can become the person that is becoming a slanderer and a devil to you. But the scripture talks about this because a woman is, must be under authority of the man. Just as Satan had to be under the authority of God. Yes. And most in my, in my experience, I've seen that it is the women that always tend to behave like that. Most women tend to be. So teach your young girls that you can't do that. Teach your young children, you can't do that. You can't do that. And it's a war. That is why we are talking about it. So we wrestle. It is something, it won't come naturally. Naturally, as you are going home, you if you don't work at it, you will lose interest in certain things. Yeah, I know some husbands who are interested in one bit in there. They look at their wives, they see they see them like a sister or something. They don't see anything romantic, they don't see any. It's like we have now become brothers and sisters. What a shock. What, what a shock. Yeah. So please, let, put the scripture there. And, and war broke out in heaven. And Michael and his angels fought the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought. And, and, the, and the, the dragon fought and his angels. Yeah. So, but they did not prevail. Nor was there a place found them in heaven any longer. This is how God dealt. Said, no place must be found for anyone that is behaving like a devil in your life. And if you yourself, you are seeing certain characteristics of devilish behavior, don't let any place be found in you anymore. As of today, cut it out. God, that's how it was dealt. That was it. God cast them out. God cast them out. So, what was the thing? In this scripture, we see that the devil started quarrels and wars. Heaven was a peaceful place. Heaven was a peaceful place. Yeah. Jesus said it to, I'm not saying it. Jesus said, one of you is a devil. How can you know when someone is a devil? When somebody is a devil, he behaves exactly like the devil and starts quarrels and wars just like the devil did. Satan is the one that introduced War, confusion, quarrels, contention, strife in a place where there was peace. Heaven enjoyed peace and harmony, love and tranquility until Satan introduced confusion. Can you imagine what in heaven? In heaven where God Himself in heaven. Please read your scripture. He said, and there was war in heaven. And who introduced this? Satan. By that time, he had he had. He had transformed into Satan fully. So that is why he was not referred to as Lucifer. He said there was one in heaven and the dragon. Hey, there are some dragons. So there are some dragons. There are some dragons around us. Human beings that are being used as dragons. And what did the dragons do? 
The dragon's spirit comes to cause quarrels. Comes to cause quarrels when there is peace. There are some people, the moment they join a church, the peace of the church, that is it. Every fight, there are some people who are in a church, every fight, it centers around them. Every quarrel, it centers around them. Every strife is centers around them. You check and check and and this is that service, and this is that, and that's why this is it. Oh, why are you not coming? Oh, because somebody has gone to gossip. You trace it back. It's like like this person or a group of people. They have have become devils. They have become. That's why I mean, I thank God, though. There are some people when God removes them out of your life, don't fight it. It's just God showing you mercy. Because sometimes some of these things they happen and you don't even know what is happening. And you question it. And you think, God is not with us anymore. God is not with you anymore. No, please. Please. Check. If God is not with us, the miracles will stop, it will cease. But since beginning, and these things have been happening for over 25 years, it has not stopped. Deliverance is still going on. Over 25 It is consistent. It's older than salvation training. The training that God has given us. What you are seeing. There are some people when they are, they are in your life. They are dragons. They set confusion. They, their behavior set confusion. You little rascal girl coming to uh, uh, set confusion between a man and his wife. You little rascal boy. He's a devil. I do not mean by a full-blown devil. And you need to treat him with emergency. It's a warfare. I'm, I'm not saying hate the person. You don't hate the person. But hate whatever is using the person. And you treat the person like he's a devil. Watch out, though. Watch out. Heaven, there was war in heaven. A place of peace and tranquility. Doesn't mean God wasn't there. God was there. But Satan, to most of us, Watch out for people who want to set confusion between in your relationships. People who don't want you to, they want to set confusion between you and your church, you and your pastor, you and your pastor's wife, you and, 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 and your leaders, you and your boss. There are people like that. In your, even as you are watching in your workplace, there are people who are devils. Please, don't talk. Don't be a religious person. Stop the religiosity and attack the thing for what it is. Because your life is the same. Your victorious living. You, if you don't deal with it, as long as this person is tolerated or this devil is tolerated in your life, you will not excel in that area of your life. And we have only one life to live. And I tend to live it to the maximum of God's giving ability to me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So help me God. I intend to be the best father. I intend to be the best husband. I intend to be the best preacher. That's what God has called me to do. I intend it. And I can do it through Christ who strengthens me. Not I, but it is He who both worketh in me and to do. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Watch out for people who change happy family environments. Suddenly, this person comes to live in your house and the peace in the house is gone. Suddenly, this, this in-law comes to the house and the peace, your sister-in-law comes to the house and the, one time when we in camp, I think my mind will confirm this. There was a certain, there was a certain uh, brother eh, 
He comes from the, he's a Bulgarian. This is the second time I've had this, this kind of thing. The first one, the, the, this, this one I'm talking, I knew the person myself. The second one, I had Bishop uh, uh, Dan preaching about it. And this is what happened. The person's mother came to visit them from, from Ghana. And you know what? The guy was sleeping with his mother, a grown man, sleeping with his mother. Imagine it. The woman wanted to destroy the man. There was something that was not correct about it. There was something that was not correct about it. This is this is this was happening when I was in army. It's not anything wrong. It was happening when I was in army. The one that Bishop that was saying that, that one, he said the mother came to visit, and the mother too was sitting. He, said, he decided to sleep on the bed with the son, and the mother said he said. One day, the mother called the son and told the son that in our family, we are all protected by this. They, are, they call themselves Christians, so they all go to church. He said, but this is what it did. And the woman brought a calabash, a pot, a clay pot. And he said, I brought this thing here. It is now your turn to keep it. Everybody keeps it for an um, amount of years. It's now your turn. So now that you're married, I want you to keep it. Keep putting it under your head. Your wife shouldn't touch it. So, the wife didn't know. The guy too didn't tell the wife. Then, one, the wife was um, tidying up because the mother-in-law was always, I mean, that, the sons, their bedroom had become a bedroom. So one day, the son and the mother went out and then he decided to go there and go and tidy up and pick it. After it's a bed, it's a, it's a, it is her bedroom. She saw under the bed the calabash. So she, she started shaking. She said, what is this? Ah, what have I done? Am I, am I, in, a, am I in some occultic business? What, what is happening? You don't want to kill me or what? So she called a pastor. She called a pastor. And the pastor advised her. Yeah. So when the husband came, confronted the husband. The husband was a weakling. He couldn't do anything. So, you know, he, 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 it was, the mother left. In fact, the mother left. Yeah, the mother left. So when he went to see the mother, when they came back, that's when the guy, the woman saw the thing, offered the husband. The woman said, Oh, this is what my mother brought to me. Said he should be the woman said, Pastor said, you need to come, or you can't mix Christianity with fetishism. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The devil is a liar. He's been exposed. But Jesus is a liar. Jesus is a liar. Whether he likes it or not, the message will be preached. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ will preach. Because somebody is getting deliverance right now. Without any shaking and falling down, you are getting deliverance right now. The demons have been exposed. So you see, what we are saying here is that there are some people, when they come into your life, treat them like devils. A mother-in-law came to the house and suddenly the peace in the house changed. A sister-in-law, a brother-in-law comes into the house. There are some people, they are, haven't you heard it? Or don't you see it even in the so-called movies that they show? A sister comes and then he's sleeping with the husband. Your own sister, your younger sister, because you have become a rigid something. So Satan will use them to cause confusion. And then suddenly you see that the man will start sleeping. He's a godless, stupid, useless man. You start sleeping with your, your, younger, your own younger sister. 
Yoko. These are not stories. These are realities that are happening. They are happening. Some of you even have had experiences where people who are abominations to propose to you, they propose to you. They wanted to sleep with you. I've seen cases where father-in-laws want to sleep with daughters-in-laws. Daughter-in-laws want to sleep with brother-in-laws. Brother-in-laws want to sleep with sister-in-laws. All this, because, because you see, especially when it comes to these things, the slightest opportunity, you give Satan a photo, you will come in. You will come in. Yeah, you will come in. So watch out for people who, who their presence brings strife. Who their presence brings confusion, brings an atmosphere, a war. This is the dragon spirit. Lift up your right hand. We are going to pray against any dragon spirit. Even before I continue. Say 60 seconds. Say in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, say in the name of Jesus Christ. By the power of the Holy Ghost, I come against every dragon spirit assigned to my life, assigned to my situation. Anything that wants to take the peace out of my life, the peace out of my relationship with my pastors, the peace out of my relationship with my church, the peace out of my relationship with my boss, all the areas of my message that I begin to fire some prayers. Fire the dragon, fire the dragon, fire the dragon. And there was war in heaven. And my should fight back. You must fight back. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes, their presence brings strife. Suddenly, husband and wife cannot operate anymore because of their presence. Suddenly, siblings can't operate properly because of their presence. Suddenly, co-workers cannot work properly because a new employer has come. A chief gossip has been introduced. Satan, instead of appreciating the position he was given, he decided to war against God. Now, all quarrels and battles and wars are caused by spirits of devils who, who go out to make people battle against each other. Anytime people are fighting each other, demons are using them. Devils are using them. Let me show you something in Revelation 16 verse 14. Revelation 16 verse 14. So please, this is a key for somebody. There are people, it is now time to tell them, please, bye-bye. Enough is enough. Please. Ouch. There are some children, their friends are devils to them. Your children, some have become, they, they have, they have, take, they have allowed devils to come into their lives. Your child that isn't used to watch pornography is now watching pornography. And be introduced by a father in sin, a mother in sin, even though they are age group. Just like we can be age group, but we are not grace group. Somebody can be higher grace in sin. So, even though it's like 13 years and 12 years or 14 or 17 years like your child. This is the person that is introducing your child to smoking, to chasing men, going to sleep in hotels with men. Yeah. A father or a mother is even though they are ageless. There are some, some of you that you, you, need to, you need to pray, God, cut out all those things for my, my, the, the life of my children. Yes. Let me tell you, even in school, who sits beside your child is important. I've seen as a parent that there are some, there are some 
distracting demonic children that when they sit on the same table with my child, my child's performance goes down. It goes down. One time, I, one, one of my daughters came to say, uh, they are sitting the boy by, by my and always this boy is distracting and this boy is doing this. So I went to the school and I said, when I had the parents meeting, I said, please change the chair, change the sitting place because this is what uh, is going on. Yeah. I, I, I won't tolerate it at all. I won't tolerate it at all. You see that? Yeah. So listen. Revelation 16, have you put it there? Verse 14. For there are spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth. Who are the kings of the earth? Anything that anybody that refers to a king, a king means he has a dominion over something, he has some authority over something. It could be a president. Have you wondered why the moon was born? Senselessly, spirits engage these human agents, human beings. And he says, they gather the, the kings of the earth, of the whole world, to gather them to battle of that great day. They gather them to battle. So it is evil, evil spirits, evil devils, that they enter into people and they, they, they have become very quarrelsome. Yeah. If you see a quarrelsome person, you are dealing with a devil. Treat it like ants. Because you will never see a demon unless you have a spirit of revelation or even that you will not see you only see, you see the human being, but the devil, when God shows you, you see the devil. And it is because the human being was around, why the devil, God will give you a, a revelation of the devil. They, they like human beings. They like human beings. Yeah. So see a quarrelsome person treating like I am. The devil is here with me. The devil is here with me. A quarrelsome person, always quarreling, argumentating. I know my right. I know it. Do not back down. It's a devil. Husband and wife always fighting, always quarreling. Devils gathering you together to fight each other. To fight each other. People who do not want to end quarrels are those who are inspired by Satan. A, a typical example is Hitler. The guy was, in, you know, he was a devil incarnate. He will not give up. He will not back down. Satan is the inspirer of all wars. And the sin of starting Quarrels and wars is one of his favorite activities. Yeah. Yeah. Why do all these senseless quarrels come? So husband and wife, all these senseless quarrels, where do they come from? Sometimes a lovely couple who suit each other and yet they are constantly having mindless, senseless conflict. And it, it's a shame. It's a shame that the person you have chosen to spend Maybe the next 40 or 50 years of your life, you spend all of it in quarrels, in fighting, in senseless arguments, in, in when you know, taking swipes at each other. You know, in warfare, different tactics. You can take a dig at, at, at the enemy. Propaganda, take a dig. You know, some of you, that's how you, that's how you be. Taking digs. And it is a devilish behavior. Let me show you. Revelation 16, read the verse 13. You see that. Revelation. I saw three unclean spirits, like frogs, come out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the first prophet. Yeah. And the verse 14 says, to gather them, the spirit of the frog. Wherever the spirit of the frog is, there's noise. Noise. 
I want to tell you about frogs in Ghana. When he rains, they will not let you sleep. It's like they coordinate to say, I will torment you. They coordinate, they cry, make noise. Then they will stop, all of them. I see somebody said, stop, and they will stop. You think, oh, you are having a bit of bleeding. Then together they will start again. I tell you, very loud. Very, very loud. The spirit of frogs. They will make you have fights with your husband, with your wife, your pastor, your friend, your family, your employee, your employer, your children. And you gather against yourself. It's a foolish one. Why? Why would you fight with your children? Why would you fight with your husband? Why would you fight with your wife? It's a sense. You, you should spend this time. The Bible says that in this vain life that God has given to you in Proverbs, in this vain life God has given you, enjoy it. Enjoy it with your husband and your wife. For me, now, one second to quarrel and argue is a waste of my time. I'm not interested. I, I, I want to walk in love. I want to, I just, I, I'm not interested at all. It's a demonic behavior. It's not a righteousness behavior at all. I'm not interested. I, I am identified by the word where this is a characteristic of the devil. The moment I walk into that, I'm walking the footsteps of the devil. I become a devil, though I'm a preacher. I will become a devil. Are you hearing me? So this is what they're saying, please. I told you in the morning, I was, I was telling them in the morning about lies. John 8, 44. It's one of them. Whenever you see lies, whenever you see a liar, you can't tell the truth for, for one second. The Holy Ghost is referred to as the spirit of truth. But here you are dealing with a liar. Why are you lying? What is the purpose of the lie? You lie without any conscience. Nothing breaks you to you. That means there's a devil in there. Yeah. John 8, verse 44. Ye are of your father the devil. And the last of your father, he will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. You see, anywhere you see lying, you are dealing with devils. Is that your unfaithfulness and your lack of truth in your offerings, in your tithes, it shows there's a devil. Stop clapping your hands to buy some devil out there and deal with the one that is making you unfaithful, untruthful, and to God. Remember what Jesus said. The time has come. And the time is now. This is why he's given us this revelation. The time has come. And for salvation clinic, this is our time, our season of warfare. The time has come for the Father is seeking for those who worship him in spirit and truth. Truthfulness is important now. Going forward without truthfulness, and it is one of our armors, one of our armor that we must put on, the belt of truth. Their belt of truth. And God, we thank God. Satan is doing his best. And I tell you, Jesus is on Jesus is on Amen. Yeah. So, the coming of a liar into your life is the coming of Satan and therefore the coming of your punishment. Yes. What did God send as a punishment? For instance, they believe a lie. And so he sent delusions to them. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 11 to 12. When you believe a lie, their punishment was to send delusions to them. So when a lie, when a liar is in your life, get ready for your punishment. 
and punishment is coming. So don't entertain liars. If everybody that lies to you, your relationship with them should change. Your relationship with them will change in a certain way. Yes. Don't come and lie to your pastor. Don't come and lie to your pastor. Not especially like an anointed pastor like myself. I'm not boasting. The thing is on me. I think, like I'm wearing this shirt. I know I'm wearing this shirt. I'm not boasting. Am I boasting if I say I'm wearing this shirt? If you are anointed, you know. And there are proofs. Credible proofs. Proven, documented proofs. Even today, those of you that watch, you heard the testimony of this girl. Last week, during honor their professors, I was praying, I was ministering. The Lord said, there is somebody here that has got fibroid, but the fibroid is going. It is, it is being removed. And there was a pregnant girl there. A pregnant girl there. She started shaking, shaking, and doing all sorts of things. As a leader, God is working on her. I didn't know she was the one that was having there. Then, just before the service ended, they, they, the Adidas alerted and said, Ah, Papa, there is a mighty testimony. I said, What is it? So you said, the, girl, the pregnant girl that was crying and shaking, she is going to check and press herself. And she has allowed the midwife also to check. Because we have a midwife in the church. And there is no fight, but she can't feel anything. And we all clapped and we jumped. Then she went to hospital last week. This thing happened last week, Sunday. On Monday or so, she went to hospital. They did a scan. And today she brought their, their reports. I didn't know. She brought the reports. Before the prayers, he said she had multiple fibroids. With centimeters and whatever there. Now, after the prayer, they went to do a scan. They said, normal, everything is neutral. Normal, neutral, normal, everything. This is a confirmation. That God's anointing is not this is not something man can do. I know a bit of a little bit of medicine and I have a little whatever. Fibroids cannot, you can't treat it. You can't, and the only thing is surgery. And this is a miracle. She, there is a before documented medical laboratory proofs documented. And before and after. And these are people that it's not like we've gone to hire anybody come and test. These are people that are known in the community, known with friends, known people who knew about the case. Yes. So, as such an anointed, and you can't enter the lie. Don't you know what happened to Ananias and Sapphira? Maybe you will not fall down and die because of grace of God, but something will die in your life. For me, I know the relationship between you will die. Some people, before they leave the church, the, the religion dies long time. Spiritually. Through lies. They lie. Oh my goodness. They lie. They can lie. I tell you. And lying is the trait of the devil. It's the behavior of the devil. When you see a liar, you are seeing a devil. Yes. And those of you that are lying in your finances, like Ananias and Sapphira, untruthful, because the time has come when you must now worship in spirit and truth. In spirit and truth. Yes. You lie to yourself. You are full of excuses. Excuses is just lies. Polished lies. Because you know you can do better than what you are doing. You know you can give more than what you are giving to God. Your time, your resources, your abilities. You can do more. But you are lying. You are lying. 
the Lord says, Come, let's reason. I need you to worship me in spirit and in truth, not in lies. Satan sin. He lied. This is one, one of the things that turned him in from Lucifer into a devil. Lies. The other thing that turned him from Lucifer. These are activities he did. He started, he created confusion where there was, there was peace. So when you have confusions, people who like creating problems, and they will call one church member, they will call this person, they call that person, creating confusion, separatism, and premature independence. Liars are destroyers. When they come into your life, they are about to destroy something. Get ready. That's why you must deal with it. Liars. The coming of a liar into your life is the coming of Satan, and therefore eminent destruction. The coming of a liar into your life is the coming of Satan. Therefore, get ready for your punishment. I was talking about delusion as a punishment because they believe the lie. Whenever you believe a lie, it's a punishment for you. Whenever you lie, wherever they are lies, wherever they are liars, they are punishments. Whenever they see a liar, there's better. Certain things will die. Certain to be killed in your life. They are all grace of liars and they are all grace of metros capabilities. Some people are metros with their, with their lips. Some people are metros with their lips. As soon as the lies, the liar comes into your life, certain things begin to die in your life. I know some boys, some people. I've been, I've been, uh, I'm, I'm young, but I wasn't born last Friday. I've been around for some time. By God's grace, I have some certain experiences in ministry. I've seen some people, the moment, there were some people where, when somebody comes, comes to the church, somehow they, they will befriend them. I have seen, and they are befriending them because maybe they look at their title. This is a rich couple. And then they'll go and beg them for, for money. And then the person will become some way and not full comfortable. Before you are ready to stop the church. Months later, then you hear the real reason why they left the church. Because somebody attached themselves, some liar went to tell lies. Oh, oh, brother John. A stranger doesn't know much. A new person doesn't know much. So we go, oh, Brother John, I tell you, I just need a thousand pounds. You know, my mother and sister, and they will tell you some lies, some fibs. A fever, you know what a fever is? Johnny fever, he can fib lies. Put him on necessary pressure. Their presence, the presence of a liar in the life of a new church member caused this person to stop it. Who caused this brother to stop it? Yes. And for some people to the moment they become friends with a certain person, a certain group of people, then distraction comes between their relationship with the pastor. Distraction comes between their relationship with the church. In production of a liar into your life, will be strong. Watch carefully. For when you put your eyes down and examine certain things, you will see what I am talking about. You will see the trend that I am talking about. Hallelujah. The coming of a liar into your life is the coming of Satan and therefore the coming of a pretender. Lies and deceptions are often the only covering for past news. Yes. Lies and deceptions are a pretender's what? Protection. Lies and deception. They are a, 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 a pretender's protection. 
And whenever you have a pretender in your life, be yourself. Be honest to yourself. Don't see yourself higher than what you are. Keep yourself humble. A pretender pretends there are some when they come to church, their outward appearance is like the Pharisees. But their inward is the devil. Get closer. And then you find out the pretense, the hypocrisy, the lies, and devilish behavior is imagined. A devilish behavior is imagined. So my brothers and my sisters, I think this too should be enough. Because a way to the wise is enough. Or you want more. You want more. No, there's, there's, there's more, but we will, we will not have time for it. Because our time is also running. Yeah. One of the Satan's sins was the sin of separatism. The sins of separatism. And the sins of weakening of the nations. Yes. He's a very bad, he's a very bad person. See, whenever there is separatism, what do I mean by separatism? See, what the devil... What does it mean to have a devil in your midst? You can have a devil in your midst if there is what? Separatist in your midst. And the separatist is being separatism like Satan was in heaven. Everything is there. God is good all the time. Not some of the time, all the time. He says, no, I want to be separate. I want to be independent. I want to be my own man. Yeah. I want to separate myself from the rest. Independent spirit. We are all doing honor thy prophet. Say me, I won't do it. Uh, we are all going here. Say me, I, I won't do this. Everybody in church, lift up your hands. You are doing your own thing. When I tell you, lift up your hands. You are doing it. Separatism is a spirit. It's a spirit. And when you do that, you are demonstrating the sin. This is Satan's sins. What he did that turned into Satan. If you don't check it, you see, as I'm talking, you might think that oh, this thing, what is it? But this is the reality. It's not the clapping of the hands and binding the devil out there. As for that, we have authority over that too. But who is the human being that has become a devil? That you are not recognizing. That you are not recognizing. Jude 19. Jude 19. Give it to me and then I think we will end on this one. Jude 19. Jude 19 says, These be they who separate themselves. Jude 19. Jude, Jude 19. He says, These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. It is a class. You don't have the Holy Spirit. You don't have the spirit of truth. You have another spirit. You want to be separate. You say, I don't need a church anymore. I don't need a pastor anymore. Who told you? Who told you? Who told you? This is the same question God asked Adam and Eve in the, in the garden. Who told you that you are naked? Who told you that this? You see, when he visits you, when Satan visits you, suddenly you think you have some knowledge, but it's a foolish knowledge. It's a knowledge that is turning you to destruction. It's a knowledge that is separating you between, bringing a separation between you and God. Who told you? Who told you? These be they who separate themselves, having not the spirit. 
He didn't want to stay with anybody. Satan didn't want to stay. He wanted to be separate. He didn't want to be under any authority. Some of you don't want to have the godly counsel and input in your marriage. You don't want the godly counsel and input. Say, no. It's not every time I start the pastor. It's not every time I start the church. Keep on, please. You carry on. What you are showing is just that you are following after the footsteps of the devil. And just like he transformed from Lucifer to become Satan, you too. It is just a matter of time. It is just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Separatism is the evil of coming away from the rest of the family. You are in a beautiful family like skin. Beautiful family. Wonderful family. Every family has got this here, outside there, so here and there. But you don't say, I don't want you to be my, my sister, my brother, my mother, my father. Oh, no, no. Separatism is a tendency to break away, break up the family by coming aside and staying aside. Separatism is the art of making yourself different and not wanting to be part of the group. Separatism. You are all in heaven. We are all angels. You say, no, no, me, I want to be something else. Separatism is the art of abandoning loyalty for the sake of a personal vision. I hope you got these definitions. Separatism is the evil of coming away from the rest of the family. That's one of the definitions. Or you can say separatism is the tendency to break up the family by coming aside and then staying aside. Yeah. Or you can say separatism is the art of what? Making yourself different. It's like, have you ever seen there are some people they are within, they are among a group, but it's as if they are not part of us. It's as if they are too good for us. It's as if they are too holier than for us. It's as if uh, uh, I'm part, but I'm not part. And you know them by their participation. It's like, oh, they pick and choose what they want to. They, they are too intelligent smart for them, for us. Who are these common folks? So, separating the art of being a special person who never wants to fit in a crowd. And it's an evil tendency that comes into people when they are under Satan's influence. It's an evil tendency that comes into people when they are under Satan's influence. Because it is the nature of Satan to want to be separate. Why do you want to be separate? Husband and wife. Why do you not want to leave the marriage? Why do you want to be on You know, and you go to America now, you see the demon of separatism, this demonic nature in a lot of the, the, the women, especially the black folks. Feminism and independence, I don't need a man, I don't need... My friend, stop it. Stop your nonsense. It is, it is a demonic tendency. I can, I, I can just raise it. I've had some women that say, it's just me and my children. It's just me and my children. That's, that's all. They talk as if did you even make the children by yourself? But you want to be separate. There are some that are, that are trying to cause the children to hate their mothers. There are some that are causing their children to hate their fathers. And most of it, you spend this in, in step families. Step families, separatism. If you're a stepchild, it's very easy for this spirit to get, get down to you. Because you might think that oh, you, you are not loved. Even when you are corrected, you might think that's because you are not loved. But it is, it is good for you. But if you don't take care, you try to separate yourself. You try to take yourself away. Yeah. 
that evil tendencies. That is why you have to watch out for your children. The ones that are always trying to isolate themselves. It's a demonic tendency. It's not a good thing at all. It's not something that we should even encourage. Always wanting to be alone, keep themselves to themselves. Satan will use them very soon. If if, if that is happening to you. Separatism is the art of being a special person who never wants to fit in the crowd. We need to get the wisdom of God properly. Yes. There are people who are naturally quiet and withdrawn. But they are always, always also part of this. You know, I'm not talking about I'm talking about when it becomes some way. Yeah. Like you, are, you can be in the family and for three days you don't even see each other. A separate spirit. Something is going. You are a family. You are supposed to see each other. Talk to each other. Yes. Oh, you see them fighting. When they are fighting, fighting. Satan, eh? He was not impressed with the loyalty of the other angels. He saw no reason why they should continue in heaven. So that's why he fought them. He fought them. Separatism. Please. Separatism. Separatism is an evil tendency. Even in heaven, there was separatism. And he, he, the guy that started was Satan. So if you do certain things that brings about, um, see, that's why I don't like it when you say, well, uh, 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 a Ghanaian church. You are, you are a separatist. It's like Ghanaian church. No. They are Jamaican saints. They are Caribbeans. They are people from different parts of Africa. Different, different nationalities. And when when that spirit of separate, you want to divide and do all sorts of things. You speak your language. You speak your local dialect. Irrespective of the fact that it is bringing confusion. You you work for Satan. You are devil. That is what the definition of the devil is. So God bless you. You know, Judas did the same thing about separatism. Yeah. When you deal with separatism, you are dealing with Satan himself. When you allow disloyal people to run free, eh? people who are disloyal, we should not allow them. Anybody that is showing disloyalty to, don't allow them to run free. Jesus said, Have I not chosen to have one of you is a devil? Yeah, one of you is a devil. Judas was a devil. I'm not saying it. Jesus said Judas was a devil. And the scripture is very clear. Evil spirits are in operation. Yeah. Separatism, betrayal. Betrayal. Least expect they will come up with a bomb. Like two months down the line. Ah, you come up with a bomb. I'm leaving. Hey. Separatism spirits. When you're supposed to be a nice family. I pray that God will expose all this nonsense in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ. And as you are watching me, God is releasing a wisdom into your life that is going to cause you to excel. Our month of warfare, we are going to fight and fight the good fight of faith against satanic tendencies that might be in our own personal lives or in the lives of people. We've talked about three tendencies here. We've talked about lies. We've talked about those who gather and bring confusion and frog and dragon spirit, and then we just face off with separatism. In the, in the premature, in the, when you are always being special and 
you know, you don't want to be part, you don't want to match. So when I look at some of you, I see that. Can I tell you something? I see that since you joined Salvation Clinic, you have really led yourself into the thing. You have bought the church mission statement, our 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 practices, you have bought into them. Maybe you didn't even come from September, but you have bought into them. You have met yourself. You have become a genuine family member. And I pray that it stays that way. I pray that you have the wisdom of God that can reach to it stays that way. Because you are kicking Satan out of your lives. God bless you. God bless you for watching me and listening to me. This is our first time to allow me to be with you because we have an evening service as well. So I want you to pray. We are going to pray. Father, whatever tendency that is in me or is in someone else that is going to break the church down, that is going to break my marriage down, that is going to break my children down, any tendency among my children or within my children that is a devilish behavior, pray all these prayers together. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, today, man of spiritual offering, we cast it out. We cast it out. We cast it out. Open your mouth, please, and begin to pray. Begin to pray. Pray, 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 pray. Yes, Lord, we cast it out. We cast it out. The spirit of separatism, we cast it out in the name of Jesus. Now, lift up your hands. Father, thank you for this mighty blessing. I release your blessing upon your children in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. This new man of November, as you have joined us, this month of November is going to be a good month. You will hear victory sounds. Victory sounds. While the enemy is crying, you will hear victory sounds. In the name of Jesus, this month, a month of spiritual warfare, I hear victory sounds. I hear victory sounds. I hear victory sounds. Receive the blessing of God in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are training behind, grace to cover, grace to catch up, grace to overcome in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be overwhelmed. You will not be overwhelmed. They say coronavirus, there's a lockdown, there's whatever. Not salvation, as you are connected, you will hear no bad news in your house. Amen. You are protected Amen. by reason of the communion. Yes, by reason of the communion. Yes, you Amen. are protected Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your children will go to school and they will be protected. Please, this up to your children. Your children will be protected. Amen. They will not come back with any love, any, any sickness. Yes, they are Lord. protected. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We call it that.